the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, Pittsburgh City Council may have broken the law today. Yep, council voted 6-3 to three to break Pennsylvania law and approved gun restrictions in the city, even though it's pretty clear in the state constitution that cities can't make gun laws. They changed the language to ban the use of certain guns in Pittsburgh instead of the possession. The word use instead of possession, I think, uh, what I gather here anyway, is what they're hoping will prevent them from being uh, declared unconstitutional. That may or may not prevent it from uh, being so. But anyway, the district attorney, Stephen Zappala, wrote a letter to the members of council back in January that said he doesn't believe city council has the authority to pass this law and they should expect a lawsuit. Uh, he says, I greatly appreciate you forwarding me the proposed legislation. This is back in January 9th. Uh, as a district attorney of Allegheny County for the past 20 years, I understand the efforts to curtail gun violence and limit the accessibility to assault weapons, ammunition, and gun accessories capable of causing widespread injury, destruction, and death. But I'm also aware of the city's effort previously under Mayor Ravenstall, which was decided against the city in 2010. While I certainly see the desire for such type of legislation at the state and federal levels, I believe that city council does not have the authority to pass such legislation. And then he says, in support of that opinion, I would refer you to, and then he, a bunch of uh, uh, legal stuff here, law, the law, the actual uh, law. And um, so he's basically telling them, that's uh, Stephen Zappala, that this isn't going to work. This is not going to work. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out if it does. Um, the president of Firearms Owners Against Crime, uh, Kim Stolfer, told me that they filed a lawsuit that will be seeking declaratory and injunctive relief. And it will, it will be asking that criminal charges be filed against anybody who tries to enforce this or who had voted for it, I guess. It would be a misdemeanor one, from what I understand, which could or would mean jail time. Technically, for anybody who votes for it or solicits vote for it, votes for it, three members of uh, council voted against it today. The vote was six to three. Darlene Harris of District One, I talked to her a few minutes ago. Uh, she was one of the three who voted no. She told me it was pretty simple for her. Should be for everybody, you would think. It's against the law for the city to restrict gun ownership. We're going to talk about that with someone who's very much involved in making sure that laws uh, violating the Second Amendment and other laws protecting gun ownership are not uh, committed. So we'll do that when we come back. Stick around. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Many people today think the Bible, the most influential book in world history, is not only outdated, but also irrelevant, irrational, and even immoral. Dennis Prager here. I've written a book, The Rational Bible, Genesis. 
to prove otherwise. My new book demonstrates clearly and powerfully that the Bible remains profoundly relevant both for the great issues of our day and in each of our lives. The Rational Bible Genesis comes out this May, and I want to invite you to join me for an exclusive pre-launch event for my book on May 6th in Orlando, Florida. That will be the first day it will be available to the public. Get your tickets today. Be part of a full-day celebration with me and our partners at TBN. Come and be part of the studio audience for the taping and live broadcast of my radio show. After the broadcast, I'll discuss my new book, answer your questions, and you'll get a signed copy of the Rational Bible Genesis. Join me in Orlando on May 6th. Get your tickets today when you visit my website, DennisPrager.com, and click on the Rational Bible banner. See you in Orlando. Texting enrolls for alerts and offers via automatic text message. Message and data rates may apply. Has dinner got you down? Sick of awful frozen meals or unhealthy fast food? Don't despair because Martha Stewart is doing a free taste test, giving away three full-sized meals from her new meal kit delivery service service, Martha and Marley Spoon. All fresh ingredients with Martha's delicious and easy recipes. You're eating in just 30 minutes. To be part of Martha's at-home taste test and get three free meals, be one of the first hundred people to text the word Martha to 246810. It's so easy. Text us now. Martha and Marley Spoon meals are easy, simple, and delicious. And right now, Martha wants you to enjoy three of her best 30-minute meals for free so you can save time and enjoy eating dinner again. To be part of Martha's at-home taste test and get your three free meals, be one of the first hundred people to text Martha to 246810. That's Martha to 246810. Martha to 246810. You watch what you eat. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the original Mattress Factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, in case you missed it, Pittsburgh City Council... Uh, voted 6-3 to three to break Pennsylvania law and impose gun restrictions in the city. And just uh, today they did that, a little while ago. The firearms owners against crime have filed a lawsuit, and it would call for criminal charges against everybody who voted for it. Well, Tim Schmidt is the president of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. He's been paying close attention to this, and he joins us now. Tim, thanks for being here. Hey, John. Good afternoon. I appreciate you having me on the show. Some pretty amazing news. Yeah, so you knew this was coming for a while, but it's a done deal. What's your reaction? i got to tell you, the, the Pittsburgh City Council, I mean, ridiculous, knee-jerk, illegal legislation that ultimately is going to have the opposite effect. It's not going to make anyone more safe. If anything, it will embolden the criminals. I, I've got a question for, for the, the City Council. I mean, do they really think that criminals are going to follow these ridiculous laws? It, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, I hear that the criminals have gotten together. They're going to be picketing uh, city city-county yeah. building because they're upset with the law. They, they, they have these guns, and now they can't use them anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny, huh? Yeah. I mean, what, what, ultimately what's really needed for the good citizens of Pittsburgh, education, training, and commitment. And when I say commitment... I mean, the commitment to, to, to the, the mindset to be that first level of protection, really. Ultimately, you know, when it comes down to you and your family, you have to take that, that, that first step. And, and that's what the USET is all about. Uh, this is different from most gun laws, it seems to me, anyway. You're the expert on this, but, um, you know, because it's, it's so blatantly against the law. You can have arguments, uh, th- you know, arguments that have been taken all the way to the Supreme Court about the Second Amendment and, and interpretations of that. But this is pretty clear in the Pennsylvania state constitution, and the district attorney has written a letter to the mayor telling him he's, he thinks he's breaking the law and it's unconstitutional. And I have, was told by somebody, I don't know if this is true, but uh, I was told by someone earlier today that the mayor has apparently uh, dared the DA to arrest him 
Uh, have you ever seen anything like this before? <laughs> it, 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 it honestly is comical, and, and you're right. Stephen Zappala wrote, wrote to the, the, the council saying that they don't have the authority to, to pass this legislation, which is completely true. And, and the, the funny thing to me, John, is that is this 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 uh, the city council? I mean, to me, they're. I mean, if you're going to pass a an anti-gun bill, at least be creative and and don't be lazy about it. I mean, these guys they they, they took they took little pieces and chunks from all the the dumbest gun legislation, lopped it all into one, and this thing is not going to stand any test. And if anything, it's it's an indication that that these people need to get out of office. Well, yeah, and and is it? I mean, it seems like these are always based on emotion, as usual after a. Uh, you know, a, a horrific uh, shooting like the one we had here in Squirrel Hill a couple of months ago. But, yeah. uh, there, I mean, do you think that they think that this will actually make people safer? Or is it more just to, to uh, a virtue signaling, you know, show, showing that they're concerned? Does anybody really think I, this will work? That's a great question. I, I'm sure that a few of the council members actually have the audacity believe that, that, to, to believe that this will make a difference. And which is, again, I hate use the word twice, but it's comical. But I'm going to guess most of them, this is all about looking good to their constituents, and they realize that a lot of their constituents have the similar viewpoints. And, and when I say that, I'm talking about completely uninformed gun perspectives and self-defense perspectives. So this is all about improving their look. It has nothing to do with actually making people safer. Why? Because, because this legislation is not going to change a thing. I mean, if a criminal has access to an AR-15, it doesn't matter how he gets it, whether it's register- whether he got it through normal channels, whether he, he, he stole it from a store. Whether or not the, the law says that it's illegal, he's going to do the crime. All this law does is discourage responsible people who, who know that right and wrong to be able to defend themselves. Um, I, I did see somewhere, I just saw it a few minutes ago, I wasn't aware of it, that they... they apparently made a small change in the wording of the law to change it to um, use instead of possession, that you're not allowed to use um, um, certain weapons uh, in in the city. And that seems pretty obvious. Uh, I don't think anybody is planning on using it. Um, I mean, unlawfully. Obviously, you're not supposed to use it unless it would be in self-defense. So do you think they can get away with it with that? I don't think so. I, I, I mean, in terms of a, a, an actual legal law, this, this will not pass muster. There will be plenty of solid lawsuits that will make this go away. But I'm talking about more of just the, just the audacity of, 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 of thinking that saying that, hey, you know, it's illegal to use this. Of course, it's already to illegally, illegally use it. And so now you're actually pinpointing that I don't care if you're a law-abiding person, you still can't use it. It, it just makes no sense. We're talking to Tim Schmidt. He's the president of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association about the law passed by, um, well, it has to be signed by the mayor. I don't know if he's done that yet. It was going ahead at his desk. I, I don't, in the, unless it's happened fairly recently in the last hour or so, I don't, I'm not aware of it. Anyway, he's going to sign it. We know that. He's very much in favor of it. Um, but um, we saw a, a major knee-jerk reaction in New Zealand a week or two ago. Uh, they, they outlawed lots of guns, but they don't have a Second Amendment there. Not anything. I don't believe they have anything that's like our Second Amendment. So, what was your reaction to that? That I'm sure that didn't surprise you either. Except that it, it worked for them, at least uh, in the sense that uh, they legally banned those guns. I don't know how they're going right. to test that. Well, and so, John, this, this, this goes back to my ultimate core belief, which is I believe that free people have the right to defend themselves. And that's what the founders of our country felt as well. They, they felt that, that uh, if you're a free person, you, you, you could defend yourself. And, uh, and, and they affirmed that notion with the, the Second Amendment to the Constitution. Now, the folks down in New Zealand, I mean, you're right, they, they don't have the gun culture. And it's probably already to illegally shoot people. So I, I can't imagine that, that, that this law they changed to have much of an effect. So. Yeah, well, they're, they're, asked, they're telling people they have to bring their guns in. And I'm. Uh, I'm looking for the video of the of the criminals uh, coming into the police station. Listen, uh, you guys have been looking for me for a long time. I'm a I'm a criminal, but uh, you know, I I damn I I kind of liked using this gun, but you, you went and passed this law, so you know the least I can do is obey the law and bring the guns in. I mean, who thinks that's going to work? <laughs> I like, like I said, I 
I believe the only people that think that's going to work are either not very smart or they actually have ulterior motives, which, of course, are pandering to their constituents who actually believe that as well, or ultimately their motive is to, to pass gun confiscation laws so that they can completely eradicate guns, which, again, it's impossible to eradicate guns. There's 300 million guns in the U.S. Yeah. Um, what... Um, uh, uh, what, you, you're, the, the word concealed is in the title of your organization. So yes, how does that affect the problems that, you know, you, are you zeroing in on concealed carry laws that are or are not available or, um, on the books in various states? Yep, so, so our website, USDCA.com, has the most comprehensive uh, analysis of every single gun law and every single state and how they interact with each other. And, and ultimately, we're just a, a, a great service to responsibly armed Americans who've made that decision to be that first line of defense for their family. And, and that's what we do. We're just for the good guys. And, and ironically, you know, these ridiculous gun laws that get passed really end up, end up penalizing the good guys and have no effect on the bad guys. And what is the um, what is the uh, situation now with concealed carry and uh, re- reciprocation? And you know, uh, if I have a if I have a concealed uh, carry permit in Pennsylvania and mm-hmm. I want to drive across the country, what do I have to do? Well, the interesting thing, John, it's a great question, by the way, is, is that those laws, those reciprocity agreements, and laws they literally change almost every legislative section all across the country. So it's a it's a nonstop. Uh, cacophony of, of of a legal mess, and which is why we have this really cool free tool that you can go in, type in which concealed carry permit you have, and and our website will display this handy little map that will show you exactly. Okay, you can go here, you can't go here, and that's just another line of another layer of kind of crap that that responsibly armed citizens have to deal with uh, because of this, this this labyrinth of laws. And so, so I don't carry a gun, and I'm I, I'm not even a gun owner, but I'm very much uh, a Second Amendment guy. And um, but so if I if I have a concealed carry permit in Pennsylvania, and I want to I want to go to uh, New York, and I'm driving in my car and I get pulled over for speeding, what happens to me if their concealed carry laws are different? Yeah, well, first of all, if you have a carry permit in, in Pennsylvania, you can't go to New York. And That's if you what do I thought. Get pulled over, yeah, if you do get pulled over, you will, depending on the uh, which uh, law enforcement body pulls you over, you may get arrested. You may be uh, you know, charged with charged with a pretty significant crime, maybe even a felony, which is why it's so important to be aware and cognizant of, of, of those laws uh, when you're passing that state line. Yeah, don't go to New York. Yeah, so, so if I'm a criminal, though, I... I know that uh, I'm less likely to have somebody put a gun in my face if I try to uh, accost them at the rest stop you know, on the New York Thruway than I would be on the uh, – be better to do it in New York than it would be in Pennsylvania. Well, and, and the thing, John, that's the most powerful uh, benefit of, of concealed carry permit holders is that they, there's this powerful fear of force deterrent effect. The only, the only thing the criminal fear is force. And so when they're in a state where they know that, man, there's a ton of people that have concealed carry permits, guess what? They're not as likely to commit a crime. But if they're in New York State, if they're in New Jersey, um, soon to be, if they're going to be in Pittsburgh, they're going to know that, in general, the good guys don't have guns, so they're going to be more brazen, and they're just they're going to commit more crime. There was a case uh, a couple years ago where a woman was going to go to jail. She was um, a single mother from uh, in, she lived in Pennsylvania, but she worked in New Jersey. And she got stopped for something, and they, they, she had the gun on her, and I guess New Jersey doesn't permit it. And uh, somehow, I don't know if the governor had to pardon her. Or that she, I don't know if you remember that story. It got a lot of attention, I think, before the uh, 2016 election. But uh, does it happen a lot, of t- a lot that, that uh, people are not aware that they can't carry a gun from one state to another? It happens all the time. I, I specifically remember that story. A, a similar story that happened to one of our members, he was flying home from uh, Florida to Pennsylvania with his family, and his plane got rerouted into New York City. He had to deplane, so he had his firearm legally checked on board, and uh, he got he got arrested and handcuffed in front of his kids because the plane had to emergency land in New York. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. That's, and and a, a criminal's probably not likely to tell the people in New York that he has a gun with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's so, no idea. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so it's just unbelievably stupid. So, like, so the criminal 
uh, it could probably get away with it if he could if he can get the gun. Uh, well, I mean, if he if he, so if I if I if I check a gun in my baggage and uh, and I la- and I have to land in New York. Um, how do I get if I so I I just can't I can't um, admit to having the gun. What do I do? You you pray to God that you don't have to land in New York. <laughs> you're pretty much in trouble. And but if we, if we go back to the, the the vehicle driving such a scenario, that's a yeah. lot easier to understand because the, you're right. The thugs, the criminals, they're not going to if they get pulled over for speeding, they're not going to say, "Oh, by the way, I have a gun in my car." Of course, they're not going to do that. But but your typical, you know, law-abiding American would say that because that's what they do. They follow the laws, and which and, and I mean, no, it makes no sense to pass these laws that only the good guys will follow. We're talking to Tim Schmidt. He's the president of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. Uh, it was a story that made the national news yesterday, the day before, about a young uh, uh, college student, female. She got in what she thought was her Uber car, and she was murdered. And um, I don't know if you saw that story. Um, and and it's interesting because um, I, I, the, the stories of, when they did the story about her her murder. They talked about they gave uh, people advice, especially women, single women, women who are by themselves. First of all, they said you should not do it by yourself late at night. This was after this was late at night coming out of a bar. And they they had all this different. I noticed that they had lots of advice for women on what they should do. Make sure you get the the name and the and the license number of the car. And not one story did I see that said maybe it would be a good idea if it's two o'clock in the morning and you're going to be having to call an Uber uh, driver that you have a gun with you. So if he tries anything, you shoot him in the head. I didn't see anybody advise that, and I never do. Oh, of, co- of course not, because uh, th- that's not in the realm of, of the folks that cover stories like this. This story hit so close to home. I have a daughter who's 18 years old, and she's about to go off to college. And just just thinking about that just just breaks my heart. And, and ultimately, what we teach young women just like that is situational awareness, preparation, conflict avoidance, know- knowing your surroundings at all times, and not putting yourself in a situation where that kind of stuff can happen. And, and to some people... It sounds like, oh, well, that's paranoia. No, it's not. Separation and paranoia are, are, are totally different things. We teach people to be prepared, to be prepared for the never-in situations like that. And that that uh, young girl should have had uh, a gun. If she's, it, I mean, that's, I it's easy to say that now after the fact, but I mean, anybody who's in that situation. The, the, thing, the thing is, John, there's all sorts of tools. That, 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 that can be applied for self-defense. But your mind, the mindset is the most powerful, but you're right. A firearm is very powerful as well. A firearm is the one tool that's going to give that 18-year-old girl a very strong chance against a, 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 a much larger, stronger man. Uh, the USS uh, CCA is, uh, the Expo is coming to Pittsburgh uh, in a few weeks. What can you tell us about that? <laughs> It is. I'm, I'm excited to be in Pittsburgh, and how, how ironic that, 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 that the city that we're having it in is, is passing anti-gun right. laws. May, May 17th to May 19th, it's just a phen- phenomenal exposition of all sorts of, uh, lots of training, lots of education. Um, it's all, it's the best responsibly on the show there is. Um, and it's, uh, you, do, you do a lot of uh, stuff with just self-defense, correct? It's not just yes, displaying yep. your guns. Correct. Correct. It's, it's all different aspects of self-defense. Um, your listeners can actually, if they text the word EXPO to 87222 and get a bunch of free information. And um, um, do you, you do, this, do this every year all around the country? Yep, we do. Yep. Last year was in Louisville. We had about 15,000 attendees. And wow. We were shooting for, even shooting for more this year. No pun intended. Uh, we, <laughs> will you be inviting <laughs> the, the mayor of Pittsburgh to come? Actually, we we invited the mayor as well as the entire city council uh, to come because honestly, I think it'll help them. I think they'll see you know good responsible gun owners and it'll change their perspective and, and help them really be better leaders within within their community instead of passing these ridiculous laws. Well, hey Kim, I'm out of time. I appreciate you uh, talking to us tonight, clearing this up, and good luck with the expo coming up in May. Thanks a lot, John. Take care. Okay, and that is uh, Tim Schmidt of the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. When we come back, we're going to talk about the biggest jerk in the history of television. We'll do that in just a minute.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Democrats have voted to subpoena the former director of personnel security at the White House for allegedly reversing decisions to deny security clearances for dozens of individuals. Calling for the subpoena, New York's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says every day the committee doesn't get answers puts the nation more at risk. What is next, putting nuclear codes in Instagram DMs? This is ridiculous. Ohio's Jim Jordan accusing Democrats of a rush to judgment after hearing from one whistleblower. I've been on this committee 10 years. I've never seen anything like this. Oh, please. Never seen anything like this. I haven't. Yeah, you've done it. I haven't. The committee voting along party lines to authorize the subpoena. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 79 points to close at 26,179, but the Nasdaq rose 20, the S&P up a fraction, and oil up to 62.58 a barrel. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Unplanned, the true story of Abby Johnson. I will be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. She believed in a woman's right to choose. So I don't have any problem with another woman making the same decision. Until the day she saw something that changed everything. Tiny, perfect little baby. And then it was just gone. Unplanned, the most important movie you'll see on the most controversial topic of our time. Now playing. Visit unplanned.com for tickets. Rated R. Rated R due to graphic scenes not suitable for children. Joe Walsh explains what Mueller was supposed to do. He had a very narrow charge. Our democracy was attacked. Find out, Bob Mueller, exactly what Russia did. And as best as you can, find out if anybody in America helped Russia. That was all Robert Mueller was charged with looking at. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. Tax season is here again, with more tax law changes than we've seen in 30 years. But no matter how difficult your return is, William Egan CPA can make it easy. William Egan is the local CPA for everyday people. Bill and his staff can demystify your tax filing process for less money than the big national chains with work that's guaranteed. He's been doing it for over 20 years. He can do it for you. Visit SteelCityCPA.com. William Egan, the local CPA for everyday people. Like you at SteelCityCPA.com. Pella has done it again with our brand new lifestyle series. Pella can customize window replacement solutions room by room. Imagine bedroom and bathroom windows with shades between the glass, a room darkening experience for sleep in one room, and beautiful privacy in the other. Pella Lifestyle Series is the number one performing wood window and patio door. For a limited time, get 50% off installation in 12 months, no payments, no interest. Call 888-77-PELLA or PellaPittsburgh.com. Hurt in an accident? I can't help you. But if you've invented a new product, improved an existing device, or need help registering a trademark, call me, Attorney Gary Topolowski, at 877-5-PATENT. I've been helping clients protect their ideas for nearly 35 years. Email me at patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. Ask about my discounts for veterans and seniors. 877-572-8368. Now's the time to pursue your dreams, but let's protect them first. New message. Your social security number has been suspended. If you do not contact us, your account will be deactivated. Scammers are aggressive when they contact a potential victim. Social Security Administration employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent and you should just hang up. Don't provide any personal or financial information to these thieves. Call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Very busy ride on the outbound Parkway East. Delays Boulevard of the Allies out to Edgewood Swissvale. Inbound heavy Edgewood Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And inbound Parkway West, you're slowing down from Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Parkway North HOV lanes are shut down for construction between Stadium Drive and Cemetery Lane. And delays outbound 28 Veterans Bridge to 40th Street, Route 8 to Highland Park Bridge, and Freeport Road to 910. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
clearing early tonight, low of chilly 36. Then uh, tomorrow looks to be windy and milder with a good deal of sunshine. We'll reach 57. Increasing clouds, low again 36 for tomorrow night. Cloudy, a little cooler for Thursday with a bit of rain and drizzle at times. Thursday's high will be 53. Friday, cloudy with showers but milder with a high 58. I'm meteorologist Frank Strike on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you were to take a survey among uh, network TV people, you know, reporters, producers, um, management, to try to find out who's considered the biggest jerk, and if this were not radio, I'd use another term other than jerk. But anyway, let's go with the biggest jerk in television. Keith Olbermann, uh, who for some reason is back at ESPN, would win in a landslide. And I worked in TV for a long time. Trust me, that is really saying something, to be known as the biggest jerk in television. And again, I'd use a different word. But anyway, he proved why, again, just the other day, why he would win that uh, survey. And Selena Zito, formerly of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review and now the Washington Examiner, and the author of The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics, she wrote about it at the Washington Examiner. She joins us now. Selena, how are you? I'm swell. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good. Thanks for coming on with us. So uh, what did Keith do? Let's tell everybody. Well, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a hunter whose name is oddly Hunter, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, who, who uh, bagged a, a white deer, not a white deer, a white turkey uh, down in Mississippi on the second day of turkey season. Now, he had been, you know, if you know anything about hunting, he'd been um, scouting this this deer since October um, in the woods not far from his home and, you know, watching, you know, his um, how he presented himself when he was, um, you know, what, what his tracking was. And, uh, and so when he went out on the second day of deer season, he thought that he actually missed his opportunity. Turkey um, season. You said deer, yeah, turkey right? Season. Yeah, yeah. I me again with the deer. Sorry, um, and uh, he um, he he was able to to get the um, to get the turkey. And Keith Oberman, who saw the uh, a story done by the Clarion Ledger, which is in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, um, done by uh, Brian Bloom, who uh, Bloom, who is a um, outdoors uh, reporter. Um, he made I forget what his um what his original tweet said, but it essentially um made fun of the way Southerners talk, uh, you know, as if the guy was Tarzan or something, like look me get uh a uh, turkey. And then he told the people that follow him and and he has two million followers. He told the the people to make this young man's life living hell and um urged uh, the Clarion Ledger to fire uh, Brian Broom um, for even writing the story, and of course there were people that took it, you know, to, who who decided, you know, this is let's swarm this kid, uh, and uh, they just went on the attack and um, and made both the reporter and uh, the young man uh, quite miserable as. A Twitter mob can do. And uh, I, I, as you were saying that, I looked up the your story, and the quote is, this is what uh, Keith Olbermann tweeted, it be rare and beautiful, so me should kill it. And then he wrote, yeah. this pea-brained scumbag identifies himself as Hunter Waltman, and we should do our best. As you said, he has two million followers, and we should do our best. That means he's talking to his two million followers. We should yes. do our best to make sure the rest of his life is a living hell, and the nitwit yep. clown who wrote this fawning piece should be fired. You know, it's amazing to me, uh, Selena, that um, how quickly people are willing to have uh, someone fired without thinking about that they're an actual person with a family and a house yes. and a mortgage and maybe kids in college, and just just fire him because he made he, he upset me. So get rid of him. Uh, it's yeah. it's amazing. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I interviewed uh, Brian Broom, who has worked at the Ledger as a reporter since 1991. And as you and I know bo- both know, uh, that being able to work in a local newspaper for that long is quite an accomplishment. Uh, because, and, and, you know, his, 
his, his managing editor uh, immediately took his side, uh, went on to Twitter, and uh, and 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 condemned the attacks not only of his reporter but also of this young man um, Hunter, who is not on Twitter, uh, but told Brian Broom that he received you know death threats and. And, you know, people uh, threatening to come and get him and, you know, all the usual things you get from mindless sheep who will do whatever celebrity tells them to do. Yeah, and this guy's an outdoor reporter, and yeah. what he did was a routine story about hunting. You know, things, yeah. things get killed when you hunt. Uh, you know, that's something dies usually. Yeah, and, and Mississippi is one of the top outdoor states in the country. There's over one million acres or square acres of hunting land designated in the state, uh, and uh, you know it, it's an incredible. If you've never been there, it's an incredibly beautiful state. It's I've great been there. For yeah, fishing. It's great. It's great for hunting. It's great for food, uh, and and the people are amazing. And you know it, it, it's that elitist attitude towards cultures that are outside of the more cosmopolitan right. or academic areas. And what, what really frustrates me as someone who covers you know, a variety of different things is that ESPN is, is, is essentially is okay with this because there was no public um, sort of, I don't know, scolding. There was no suspension. He threatened. He threatened this young man's life. Um, and and Twitter is okay with this. It's okay to post these kinds of things that demand someone to be fired, and it demands um, someone to uh, to their life to be made living hell. Um, you know, in perpetuity. Yeah. And and how can that be okay? to do unless Twitter and ESPN share the same sentiment. Yeah, and, you know, uh, the movie Unplanned couldn't uh, couldn't stay up on Twitter over the weekend trying to promote promote a movie that's uh, anti-abortion, but... Uh, uh, this... Well, yeah, and that's, that's interesting that you point that out, because I noticed that on, I think it was Sunday, every time I followed it, it, um, it, it, it I was immediately removed as one of their followers. I happened to tweet about it, and it caused a little bit of a storm. I mean, you know, like 5,000 people, you know, retweeted yeah. and or liked it, saying they were having the same experience. And then they, you know, those things are coincidences. No, they These explained it away as a coincidence. As just, geez, we we we're sorry. We didn't know. We we fixed it. But you know, they did they did the damage. Although the movie still ended up doing great over the weekend, it did twice what they expected it to do business wise. But uh, that's another subject. I, I and we're talking to Selena Zito, uh, formerly of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, and now the Washington Examiner. Did I see a Jackson, Mississippi byline on your piece? Oh wow! Yeah, I've, I've been. To, I've, I was at in Jackson, Mississippi. It's one of my favorite places. There's so, a there's a diner on Main Street called the Mayflower. It's not really a diner; it's a restaurant. Yeah, but it is like one of the best places ever to eat. If you are in or near Jackson, Mississippi, you have to go to the Mayflower. I was there a million years ago with a minor league baseball team uh, doing a game, <laughs> doing the play by play of a game between the. Lafayette, Louisiana Drillers and the Jackson Mets, a double A Texas League game. That's long time ago. So that was my only visit to I think I went there twice. But um let's get back to uh uh Keith Olbermann here and what he did. Um he uh, I I I tweeted that and I I I linked to your story and I said this is a really good argument for keeping the electoral college because <laughs> Because Olbermann's, Olbermann's, um, and you, you know, you you described what he said, and you also mentioned that it, you know, it shows his disdain and condescension toward anybody who doesn't live, you know, within fifty miles of him, or doesn't live on one of the coasts. And to me, uh, Selena, it's a it's a perfect example of why you need an electoral college because uh, Keith is up. Keith thinks that the, he's a hick. And he a hick a hick thinks that his world where he lives his neighborhood is the world, and those people who live in New York are there are worse hicks than someone who lives in the smallest town in West Virginia. 
because they, they, they think that New York City is the world. And I just thought it was a great example of how people on the coast, especially in the New York, New Jersey area there, Connecticut is where he actually is with uh, with ESPN, but he's a New Jersey, New York guy. Uh, that, that just shows that he would like to have the president of the United States not be elected by rubes like this idiot who was out hunting for a turkey. Right. And what's really interesting is it is – if you if you really get granular on who has the more uh, you know hickish attitude, it is white intellectuals like Olbermann. Mm-hmm. You know you you see regular working class um, whites and minorities working in New York City. They they don't have that chip on their shoulder. You know there's there's just like the rest of us trying to make their ends meet. But it is those intellectuals that share that that bubble attitude uh, that that you're talking about, and they're the ones that believe they should rule the world. Because, as you know, John, they know better than us. And, and, and you and, t- <laughs> you you pointed out in your piece that it's bigotry. What what oh, it is absolutely what bigotry. Oberman was displaying was a form of bigotry, which he's supposed absolutely. to hate, by the way. He just he does right. no no patience for any kind of bigotry. He gives off the impression that anyone from the South, or at least from Mississippi, let's stick with the story for the moment, anyone from Mississippi is essentially Little Abner, and and, and most people of a certain age uh, know that Little Abner was a cartoon strip that that poked. Uh, fun of and stereotyped people from the South is not very educated and not very capable of taking care of themselves. Yep. And they have that same attitude about the Electoral College, that that the people outside of the intellectual circles that they run in are not capable of making the right decision when it comes to pr- the president. So it must it, it it must be changed because the only way that he could have been elected was because he colluded with the Russians. Right, and and because yeah, smart people could not possibly ever vote for this guy. Could not possibly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, uh, your book, uh, "The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition: Reshaping American Politics," um, you were one of the first to predict that uh, Donald Trump was going to win. Um, where do you see it right now? Every time we have you on, I have to ask you that because you're. Where are you? Are you in Jackson now, or were you just there to do that story? No, no, no. Yeah, I was. Uh, um, I, I'm. I'm here in Pittsburgh oh, right okay. now. So, so. Um, I mean, you travel yeah, around the country, so I'm just wondering what what kind of a vibe you're getting. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in Ashtabula County all weekend. Uh, which is actually one of the, the the counties that flipped dramatically for Trump, uh, that hadn't voted for a Republican. I believe, I, 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 I might have to go back and double-check this. I think it was Nixon. It might have been Reagan, but I'm pretty sure it was Nixon was the last Republican that they voted for. Um, it, you know, it, it's essentially November 9th, 2016, every day in this country. Uh, and if you voted for President Trump, you are pretty much... Um, optimistic. And you're going to vote for him again, too. And you're going to vote for him again. Uh, If you didn't, your hair's on fire, and there is nothing to douse that plane. (laughs) Nothing can stop. There literally is no repellent to be able to douse that plane. And um, and and I don't think much is going to change. There, we are uh, um, putting a paperback out a version of the Great Revolt in November, and and I am Brad Todd and I are working on um, updating some uh, key points of it to to see where and if there is any change that'll mm-hmm. come out in um, November. But I can tell you right now, it nothing's changed. It, it's what? <laughs> nothing has really nothing. nothing has really changed. Really, and and here's the here here's the way you know people say, oh, but the Republicans lost the House. The House isn't the way to measure um, uh, electoral politics. No, hmm. the Senate is right. And if you look at the Senate races, um, the Republicans did very well. No, uh, and. I have I have about a minute left. Um, I just saw today, just a little while ago, that Ohio. There's somebody making noise in Ohio about having them uh, bypass the electoral college in 2020 if they can pull it off, 
and just uh, pass a law that would say that their electors would have to vote for whoever wins the popular vote. So it's all. So it's actually reached Ohio. That the Democrats are obviously to the point where they think that's the only way they can win. I don't think that can happen. The Republicans control pretty much every seat in Ohio, with the exception of Sherrod Brown mm-hmm. um, in the U.S. Senate. Uh, they have the, the majority of the state house, the state senate, the attorney general, the, go- the governor, and the congressional jo- delegation. Um, that 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 to me sounds like a, a pipe dream at best. Mm-hmm. Um, and not really based in reality. Good. Hey, Selena, I'm out of time. Thanks for uh, being here, and thanks for uh, doing a good job of pointing out what a jerk uh, Keith Olbermann is. See you next time. (laughs) Thanks so much. Bye-bye. We'll be back. Employers, are you tired of paying outrageous premiums for health insurance? How about a plan that allows you to go to any hospital in the country? A plan that pays you back every year? This is John Stagerwald from Marley Financial. Whether you want a top-of-the-line plan or just enough to keep you legal, Marley Financial has a custom-made plan for you. As a business owner, you owe it to yourself to stay ahead of the ever-changing marketplace. Marley has been on the cutting edge of new and improved health plans for both individuals and businesses. And only Marley Financial offers health plans that actually pay you back. Call 724-884-1496 for unbiased, top-notch plans from any carrier in Pennsylvania. Plans that'll save you money and give you an edge over the competition. They even offer custom business solutions to reduce your liability and overhead as you grow. They're truly one of the most innovative agencies in the nation. Call Marley now, 724-884-1496, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with Relief Factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. 
or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So how about we finish tonight with a little college stupidity? Where would you like to start? How about Hofstra? Hofstra University students demand the removal of Thomas Jefferson's statue for all the uh, usual reasons that he was a uh, he owned slaves. So that disqualifies him for the rest of history. Nothing to do. Just uh, that's it. Not no um, consideration for the fact that he was born into the slave ownership and born into a culture that completely um, uh, was okay with slavery and uh, didn't see anything wrong with it for, I don't know, 100, 100 years here in America. And he was b- very much responsible for ending slavery. Um, that's just, he's disqualified now. He's a bad guy. Uh, he's a, um, a, a racist because he owns slaves and also a sexual predator. And then uh, kind of on the other side up at Harvard, they will hold the first ever black-only graduation ceremony. And they complained... Uh, and as part of this, that, that well, first of all, it sounds a lot like segregation to me. It seems a little bit like segregation. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm nuts, but it seems like that. I thought we were trying to get away from that. But anyway, uh, one of the people who complained about it said that the, that the school needs more black students because they're only 14 percent black. Well, what's the what is the popu- percentage of blacks in the population? Isn't it like 12 or 14 percent? So. What what should it be? Fifty? I don't know. And and how how many how many students? Uh, how many applicants uh, were black, Asian, white? And and how did it shake out after they got all the applications in, approved people based on their qualifications to go to you know Harvard and see if they could actually exist there i mean i if i would have applied for harvard they would have they would have come to my house and taken me away to a mental institution just for thinking that i could get in so i but but you have to apply there in order to get in how many people of each race applied and if it shook out to 14 percent isn't that kind of what the way the population of the country looks why would anybody be upset about that but they want to have their own um, graduation ceremony at Harvard uh, for for blacks only, no whites allowed. I don't know how that's progress for anybody, but that's where we are on college campuses these days. See you tomorrow. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.